Greetings, greetings, greetings. Welcome to another episode of Mafia Wife Life here. It is me, Mafia Wife, in the Mafia Wife Life studio. Um, there's times that come and go that I think, oh, I'd like to make an episode, but then I get busy or I get distracted. You know, the Godfather and I will be going somewhere or doing something, and I'll be like, hey, you want to do an episode? He's like, oh, no. And I'm like, really? He's like, no. I'm like, all right. Sometimes I have my grandkids over, and I think, oh, wow, it'd be so much fun to have a podcast episode, but I get distracted, and I forget, you know? So it's not like I, ha I don't have things to say. I do have things to say, but it's a matter of, um, I guess, prioritizing my my expression you know like i get distracted and i have other things to do and you know blah 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 so that's why time goes by um and then sometimes things come up and i'm like mm, that's fake news but do i care enough to um to straighten that out you know mm, sure but do i feel like doing a podcast Mm, yeah, but that I don't, or maybe I do, you know, and then it's just like it goes in the rear view because of other things that come up. But I am doing a podcast here because sometimes I think it is, um, I think it's appropriate to not clear my name, but yeah, kind of clear my name. If you're going to you know, put Mafia Wife, sorry, that's a sound effect. If, if you're going to put Mafia Wife, you know, in the corner for a, an offense, then the offense has to be valid. Um, I have been blocked now for, I can't even quantitate how long by my mother for different, um, offenses. I mean, I've been blocked for over a year and a half. And recently unblocked on Good Friday, the Friday before Easter. I'm not sure why. Was that for me or was that for my mother? I don't know. Um, I can speculate. Um, but so because I was unblocked, you know, I made it my business to have a visit on occasion, which I think is appropriate, you know, if you have a parent, I do feel, because I'm old school, that it's appropriate to visit your parent, regardless of, you know, of certain things that you might have experienced that, you know, are, you know, are, are incorrect. You know, you still sort of rise above it and you say, well, I can, you know, I can meet my obligation. I can go with the good. I can look for the good, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, that's what I would do. And occasionally I would arrange a visit, but I would protect my boundaries, which I feel is appropriate and which I learned the hard way, but I certainly stick to. Um, I will not see certain people. I have no reason to um, spend my time in the company of certain people, but I will see you because you are my mother, but nobody else, right? So that's where I was. 
And in the context of a visit, I'm showing my mother pictures of my children, you know, or my grandchildren, because that's my family. And by extension, if that is my mother, then that is my children's grandmother. If these are my children's children, then those by definition are her great grandchildren. My mother has made no effort, zero, zero effort to see um, three of her great grandchildren. And she only has three great grandchildren. One she saw, you know, not, you know, as kind of a byproduct, you know, by pulling into a circle at my sister's house and saw her great granddaughter out the window. That was her one and only time. But two other grandchildren of mine, her great grandchildren, have been born and there has been zero effort. So not only has she been unwilling to see me or speak to me, she has been unwilling to speak to my husband, the godfather, who has been nothing but good to her and her family. Um, she's been unwilling to see my four daughters, my in-laws, and uh, their children. It's so disturbing, um, so outrageous that it's, it's beyond belief, but in fact, it's the truth. Um, when I went to visit her and showed her a picture, she said, oh, I've seen that. And I said, how? How could you have seen it? And she said, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. It was a picture on Facebook. Now, I know I hadn't shown her that picture. And I know my sister Mary had not shown her that picture. And so somebody else had shown her a picture of, you know, something that was going on in my own family. That's fine in normal circumstances, but it's really not normal in the circumstance of being told that one, in fact, does never talk about family. That is, that's incorrect. It's not true. So I said, what do you mean? You know, who would, who would show you, um, who would show you this? You know, and she would say, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who has Facebook. Guess what? That's, that's not what I'm asking. I'm not asking you who has Facebook. I'm asking you who showed you. I knew she knew who showed her because I know she has lieutenants because guess what? I used to be one. So I said, that's not true. I know that you know. No, 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 I don't know, I don't know. And I said, Mom, you're lying, okay? She was lying, which is why I said, you're lying. But my mother, instead of accepting that as the truth, said that I, in fact, accused her of being a liar. I called her a liar. I never called her a liar. I never said, you're a liar. I said, you're lying, okay? There's a big difference. I knew that I was being lied to. You know, if you see a Facebook picture 
or something to do with my family, I get it because I know how that game is played. But you don't also get to to lie about it. You know what I mean? Just say, oh, so-and-so, or I asked so-and-so, or even, hey, I'd rather not say. Saying that, I'd rather not say, that's not lying. That's actually being truthful. I'd rather not say. But if I say you are lying, and you are in fact lying, um, that's not me saying you're a liar, okay? So there's that. Now, uh, she had parameters up the first two times she blocked me. And let's see. So this last time that she blocked me because she was mad that you know, I was not accepting her answer about the picture. She blocked me. And before she had criteria of what I needed to do to be unblocked. But this time, there is no criteria. There's no criteria because, you know, my my sister, my one sister who is my friend, said to her, you know, we'd like to take you out for lunch for your birthday. And she said no. And when my sister asked why, you know, my mother was like, I just don't want to. I'm done with that. It's not a divorce or a death. I'm just done. Okay. No criteria. I pray every day for them. I only blocked one person, but nobody else in the family reaches out to me. First of all, mom, if your father or mother blocked you, do you think that I would go see your father or mother or call your mother or father? I don't think so. And I think that you would not like it if I did. So there's that. So my sister, who's trying to advocate for pushing this needle forward in a positive way, keeps trying to, you know, say, come on, come on. And my mother says, well, she said to so-and-so, they can't play the cancer card. Now, I did say that, okay? She's talking about another one of her children whose child had a cancer diagnosis that was extremely curable, the same way that my cancer that I had twice was curable, okay? The reason I said you can't play the cancer card is because in fact, I did have cancer twice and I never played the cancer card, not one time. I made a point of not playing the cancer card because I didn't think that that was appropriate. That's why I said it. I tried to advocate for their other child who needed support, you know, 
They said that the child needed support. I knew it. My family knew it. And I was doing what I thought was right. And the parents just didn't want to uh, do the same, you know? They didn't want to do the same. They didn't want to go out of their way, you know, to make a trip for this particular child, for this particular experience. They tried to turn it on me, saying that I didn't want to do it when I'm the one that set it up and I'm the one that thought all along that I was doing it. I assumed I was doing it, but had to follow what the host of the practice was mandating. They simply did not want to do it and they didn't do it, which is why I said, you can't play the cancer card. I stand by what I said and I would do it again, okay? These people made it their business to throw that out to these other people because they knew what kind of reaction they would get. And guess what? Congratulations. You got the reaction that you were looking for. Congratulations. You now have people that ignored your family for years, ignored your child that got a cancer diagnosis. Nobody can deny that. It's a fact. Um, you know, but all of a sudden, you know, this child is the second coming who has brought everybody together. And I say, if that's true, then why was everybody not together before? The only person that she has brought together is the mother and her family after the diagnosis. We were there all the years before then and we were cast aside because I said, you don't get to play the cancer card. That's what happened, you know, and it is just offensive. You know, if you don't want to see us, that's fine. We're living anyway. You know, there's a big difference between the family that I came from and the family that I created. The family that I came from is, the, is not my family. That's my mother's family. It's my father's family. And if, if my family, if my children were behaving in that way, I would, I, it just wouldn't happen. I would, it just would not happen. And if it did happen, you know, I'd burn their houses down until I got things back on track. But it's so convenient for, um, these people to just wrap things up in a nice neat bow and say, well, it's all this person's fault. And this person, one person happens to be me, right? So 
you know, we see what's happening. We see all of this nonsense that has gone on that has nothing to do with the reality of the last 10 years of this child's life. This child should never, this cancer would not have taken her out. It just would not have taken her out. There's a lot more things that I can say about that, but I don't, that's not really the point of this uh, podcast. The point is that yes, I did say that to them. You can't play the cancer card. Um, but that's not why I'm blocked, is it? I'm blocked because the truth is that you really don't want to have anything to do with me or my family. That is the truth. You know, you know that we were there. You know that we were friends. You know, and so do your children. They know that we were there and they know that we were friends. You know, can we accept what has happened? Of course we can. Yes, we can. But we know the truth of what happened. You're not blocking me because I said you played the cancer card. I'm not denying that I said you can't play the cancer card. I would say it again because I mean that. I made it my business to not play the cancer card both times I had cancer because I knew the cancer wasn't going to kill me and I was not going to um, project that to my children or to my husband. I thought it was too valuable that they saw my experience for what it was. Um, I don't really care what people do. You know, I, I, I kind of used to care in the context of, you know, my mother's family because I felt it was important for me to clear my name. But then I realized that is a fool's errand because it really doesn't matter what the truth is. What matters in certain circumstances has nothing to do with the truth, but it has everything to do with what people want to believe. I don't create these truths, you know, I don't, but I certainly don't deny them. Um, I'm not going to prove to anybody the ways that I was there. My children were there. My husband was there. I'm not going to deny the fact that these others were not there. They don't have any photographic evidence of being there, they have no idea. But what they're doing is they're attaching to certain narratives that might look a certain way um, in public, but have no relation to what we experienced firsthand. It is unfortunate. It is very unfortunate um, what happened, but it's not, something um, that I'm willing to assume responsibility for. I know exactly that I was truthful all along. I was a good person. I am a good person. And, you know, I don't need to 
prove that to anybody. So if you want to block me, do it. If you want to continue to block me, do it. Obviously, that's what you want. But for you to suggest that it's because I said play, you play the cancer card, that's not something that I'm going to align with because that's simply not the reason. The reason is because you want to, okay? Those people did play the cancer card. That's very clear to me. When the truth is they didn't want to advocate for their other child. It was easier to blame me, more palatable to blame me. And the fallout from such is comical. It is laughable. You don't get to show up to a funeral in a SpongeBob costume to project to some small world that you care. I didn't know this person when this person was on this um, sort of Joan of Arc, Saint, I'm sorry, sweet so-and-so. I was not part of that. My children were not part of that. My children were not included in, a, in an invite to some Saint, I mean sweet, so-and-so Facebook group and it's only because the parents did not want to risk my mother not showing up at that event like she did not show up at the tennis match of this child months before her diagnosis. She did not show up at our house on the night of her welcome home from the hospital post-diagnosis party because it was at my house. She did not come over to Christmas Eve at this child's house because of my presence. That's what happened, okay? So we were there, you know, show us the list that you sent to your lieutenant on the invite of the saint, I mean sweet so-and-so event, show us that. Actually, never mind, don't show us that. We know what happened because all of our children's friends and friends' parents um, and work associates, everybody else got that notification to invite, so you can say you didn't have anything to do with it, but it's not true because you signed off, you directed your lieutenant who thinks of my husband as a silver fox to post what they posted, okay? If you want to accept that people who were never there in your child's life, who called the principal on your child. You know, you want to accept these people who show up in costumes and Crocs at your child's funeral? I mean, it's, it's appalling to me. These are your choices, not 
our choices, but we get to have the privilege and the honor of seeing what it is we're dealing with. Do what you want, say what you want, but you don't get to say it's because I did such and such. And as far as not leaving Christmas presents in the street, in front of our house, we asked you, I asked you for three years, please don't do that. Don't do that. Please don't put presents in my street. And you did anyway, year after year. You had your little bitch, Hitler, do that for you. But last year, my husband asked you, please don't do that. I don't ask for much. I've never asked for much, but I'm asking for this. And guess what? You, you listened because it was him that asked. Um, I don't need to go down the line of who we are, who we were, what we did, who we showed up for. I don't need to do that. We know it. We lived it. And there is a part of you that knows it too, right? It's just, it's, it's laughable to see certain things or hear about certain things that people, you know, seem to be doing now that we've been doing all along, but they don't quite you know, do it fully. That's fine too. Um, but I'm just not going to act like I'm cool with what the quote um, narrative is. I'm not cool with it. Does it, you know, kill my vibe? Does it wreck my life? No, it doesn't. Does it make me cry? No, not anymore. It used to. I'm strong enough to admit that. It used to really, really hurt me. It took me a very long time to understand that I am not the despicable one. I am not a terrible person because my own mother wants nothing to do with me. I believed that for too long, you know, and then... I started to understand that, you know, it's not me. And I have a very good imagination, you know, and I try to imagine doing that. I try to imagine having three of my four daughters come to visit me, hang out with me, knowing all along that their sister the fourth daughter is not allowed. You know, if, if I ever did that, if I ever blocked one of my daughters and my other three daughters showed up knowing the circumstances, I would tell them, you need to get the fuck out of here and go visit your sister and bring her over here. There's no fucking way I would tolerate that. But it's only because I do not institute a vibe of mean girl behavior. These are your children that are following your lead. These are not 
my children, they're yours. That's not my family that is behaving that way. That is your family, okay? Do we have problems in my family? Of course, absolutely. I would never say that we didn't. But do we address them? Do we discuss them? Do we get through them? Do we negotiate? Do we navigate? Absolutely. Because that's what happens in real relationships. I don't have to um, announce that, you know, and put it up in lights. But it's, uh, it's also something that I'm not going to sit back and tolerate as though what I am seeing and what I am hearing is in fact the truth, okay? People can do what they want, they can say what they want, and they do, okay? And you need some scapegoat to blame everything else on and then sit back and say, you've been lied to? Or no, I called you a liar, I never called you a liar. I would say, yeah, I called you a liar because you were a liar and I'm sorry I said it. I never called you a liar. I did say you were lying. I never said you were a bitch either. I never said you're being a bitch. I never said you're a bitch. And if I did, I would say it. I have no problem saying it, but my days of just sitting back and rolling over and acting like, oh yeah, you're right. Let me get on my knees. Let me go to the fucking spanking machine so I can get back into the cult. That's not happening. It's very clear to me what I'm looking at, you know, what I'm dealing with. And it was never more clear to me than it was the day of the funeral when I saw all of the people that were associated with that experience and my own family, you know, was, was gone except for one of my daughters and my grandson and my son-in-law, they went because they had committed themselves to an experience and had not, would not, under my sanction, even though they offered to stay, I said, absolutely not. I will not have our youngest be on her own and find out that news by herself in another country. That's not how we operate. We do not operate like that. We made the decision. We were there all along for her whole life. We said goodbye in the hospital. We can stand on our actions. And we did stand on our actions. And that is a fact. So for anybody to try to twist it as though it was something different, I don't really care what they say because we know the truth so you know you guys can keep saying what you want doing what you want you know and we're just going to keep keep it moving you know because i don't know what else there is to do um as far as praying goes you know i remember you mom saying that prayer is action you said that okay so now you're praying but there is no action 
Why are you praying for somebody that you have no interest in seeing or talking to or their children? You know, my children are good people, but nobody wants to see that or believe that because they are my children. I don't need anybody to be proud of them. I am, you know, they've done the right thing. They're hardworking. They're on their path. They're who they are. They're following their own, their own drum, their own passion. Um, they're all different from each other. And that's the best thing about them, but they support each other. They all make different choices regarding their lifestyle, but they're not judged for it. They're embraced for it. They're smart, they're passionate, they're funny. But unfortunately, unfortunately, despicably, they have been ostracized by every single person in your family, mom, following your lead. That's disgusting to me. My children, because of your lead, have countless aunts and uncles and cousins who have nothing to do with them. It is disgusting. Do they care? No, they don't. Did they used to care? Yeah, they did. But to hear that you actually think that because you only blocked one person, me, who is their mother, that it's a surprise to you that they're not leapfrogging over me to come to you? In, in what world does that make sense? You know, none of us are here forever. And your pit bull, your pit bull, you know, is going to have the opportunity once you're gone to see really what he's looking at. These people that really have not ever been his friends, they're just sort of tolerating him because of his presence in your life. Let's face it, I'm sorry, but it's true. You think they're gonna be there for him on the other end? I don't think so. Are you gonna be worrying about it? No, you're not, because you're gonna be where you wanna be, which is great, I'm happy for you. You know. But for me to hear reports of how you're gonna fucking put in writing that you want no crying at your funeral by certain people, first of all, you're assuming that certain people are gonna be crying. Second of all, you're assuming that certain people are gonna actually come to the service. I never thought I was gonna see your children again, right? But they came to the funeral of a child the funeral of a child whose lives, whose life, they never wanted to be a part of. Why? Because of their mother's association with me, okay? Then, during the cancer diagnosis, those two people turned on me and my family because, in fact, they didn't want to advocate for their other child. And they threw that shit right in the flames of the fire that you all have been stoking for years. That's what happened. Um, my days of, of, of crying over the loss of you, mom, 
you know, I hate to say it, but that's something that's already happened. You know, when you blocked me and blocked me and blocked me and ostracized me and my children again and again over the years, those were the days that I was crying, okay? These other people, their days of crying are ahead of them, okay? This is a life that you all have chosen. I liked the times that we laughed. I liked the times that we um, experienced together uh, over shared interests. And I liked the get-togethers that I fought for, for your benefit, hosting year in and year out every single one of your family members. Not because I wanted to, but because I knew that's what you wanted. I know that I sacrificed. You know that I sacrificed. I can live with all of it. But, um, you know, I'm not knocking on anybody's doors. I'm not ringing. I'm not dialing anybody's phone number. And if somebody's dialing mine, I would not have a clue because I did block them after they had that feeding frenzy. Um, that first couple of weeks after your initial block, which they loved. They loved. Because that's what they do. They love that shit. And then after they did everything, they come to you and say, Oops, no, I'm not going to say anything anymore. Well, guess what, kitty cat? You can't murder somebody that you've already killed. So it doesn't really matter what you say now about I'm not going to say that, you know, I'm not doing that. Oops, there's my doorbell, so I do have to go. I don't know who it is. I'm going to go. Goodbye.